0: everyone, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Geek Garage Podcast. I'm your host, David Dessal. With me today is my good friend, Jared Rigsby. Hello, hello. Nice How to are be you? here. How are you? I'm
1: oh, pretty fantastic, man. Cool. Excited to talk about movies. Yeah. Um, Geeky movies.
0: If uh, uh, First of all, I um, have to get this out of the way. Um, I am so sorry. It has been so long since we did our last episode. Uh, I was, um, I, I had been in school this, this past year and... So I was I was pretty busy. I couldn't do episodes on a pretty regular basis, and I uh, when we did the episode on Avengers: Infinity War, I was kind of finishing up school, and I just got my new job a couple weeks ago. So I am now finally to the point where. Chaos doesn't rule my life, one hundred percent.
1: David's next level geek now. He's he's a much more uh, right intense coder. Yes, than he once I, was.
0: I graduated in more ways than one. Um, I not only uh, have a, a certificate. <laughs> oh, that's what
1: they give Yes, they gave me a certificate
0: <laughs> uh, in in software development. Uh, not only did I graduate from the school, literally, but I graduated from doing email to actual software programming. Yeah,
1: that's a big jump. Yeah, um, that's a big jump
0: it it really is um but that's not why you chose to listen to this episode. no
1: no <laughs> uh
0: but yeah I just wanted to give you uh you listeners a uh, an understanding and a look into why it's been so long uh since the last episode and why it's kind of been choppy this past you know 12 months or so but uh if you've been keeping up with my social media posts um uh, this will be old news. So I'll just kind of reiterate, um, we're, we're going to do a couple new things. Like I said, we're going to try and do more, more episodes on a more frequent basis. Um, we're also going to have a new quote unquote channel, uh, for our podcast. Um, it's going to be called the horror circus, not the horror circus, the horror circus, but the (laughs) horror circus as in the genre of film. Yeah. Horror scary movies. Yes. Um, and, uh, if you listened or are familiar with the uh, scary movie episodes that we did last October, my good friend Shauna Hoyt is going to be my uh, recurring co-host uh, for that segment. So we're going to wrap that in. Our, our original idea was to do that as a separate entity from Geek Garage, but through you know certain uh, things and logistical reasons, we decided to kind of wrap it into this episode. Uh, or, sorry, this uh, this podcast. And it'll just kind of be a, a, a different segment from our regular show. And it'll be strictly focused on horror and sci-fi films. And we'll probably get into, you know, some TV shows and other stuff. Like, you know, The X-Files and um, other things that aren't um, necessarily just uh, movies. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, uh, More yeah, mediums. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, well, uh, on to uh, our main attraction. Uh, basically, uh, today is going to be, um, we'll, we'll be talking about uh, all the instances where uh, the sequel of a movie was better. Um, and
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the children that scream while yes. the sequel's Yes, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, basically, it's like like what goes into these movies that makes the first one maybe didn't quite hit. Maybe it was good. And then the sequel came around, and you know, people responded much better you mm-hmm. know, to the sequel, and it was just like a better movie. Yeah, which isn't always the case, obviously. Uh,
0: yeah, this was uh, this was one of the episodes. I had this idea uh, a long time ago. It's been a, a backlogged episode for uh, quite some time now. I want to say, you know, about six months or so, mm-hmm. and I just you know I, like I said, I've been busy, I haven't had the time to flesh it out. but when I initially thought of it, uh, I, I just thought it would make a good episode I really hadn't uh, thought about any good talking points um but the more I thought about it uh and especially bringing you in yeah um, as you know my guest for it we've been able to put our heads together and really come up with some cool uh, talking points and, yeah and things to discuss um and some really great examples where um this sequel is better and and uh, there, we want to make a couple I guess disclaimers right off the bat um we uh Let's see. I have them written down here because I'm very professional. Um, <laughs> <Disclaimers>. <laughs> uh So, yeah, if um, uh, when we say sequel, uh, we are obviously talking about the second movie, um, if there's only two in the franchise. Um, but in addition to that, if there's more than two or if there's reboots, um, we are also uh, taking into consideration um, any movie that was after the first one. Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. Sequential order. sequels, yes. Not necessarily just
0: Right, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, in, in like, the Harry Potter franchise, which we'll touch on in a little bit. Right. um, It, uh, um, in my opinion, it didn't start, you know, kind of really getting up and going until, you know, a couple movies into it. Mm -hmm. And there's definitely uh, more than one case of that in cinematic history. Yeah. So we wanted to kind of include that into uh, this whole thing.
1: Yeah, especially with such massive movie universes like, uh, you know, Marvel, Marvel. Harry Potter like the joke used to be like the Rocky movies they they never quit making Rocky movies but all these other like geekier style movies have just blown that out of the water you know right the past 10 years or so um, so yeah the sequels can they can go on and on and, and then you, you see something way further down the line you're like wow that just completely blew the rest of them away
0: yeah like, for sure we uh yeah like I said we definitely have some interesting talking points so we are just going to jump right into it um, with uh, part one. We're actually going to split this into two parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, we are going to jump in with part one. We kind of have um, the movies uh, grouped into similar genres. Um, so, yeah, um, let's see. So
1: Science fiction. Yeah, science fiction. First.
0: Yeah, we. Uh, so we have, um, uh, there's a couple of schools of thought and scenarios when it comes to, you know, the sequels and uh, what makes them better than uh, the original. You know, there's... Uh, uh, there's the classic, yeah. The first one was crap, and then the second one, oh yeah, it was breath of fresh air. Yeah, you know, it was yeah. They better. fixed it essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you know, there's this scenario where you're like, oh yeah, the first one was good, but you know, the second one, like it, it took the original ideas of uh, the the know the first one and just expanded on it, and, yeah. and and made everything better. And and then there's you know, uh, there's a bunch of other kind of like um, uh, different scenarios you could think of for different franchises um but those are mm. kind of two of uh you know pretty popular ones that went when i was doing my research or when we were doing our research we feel like mm. those two kind of um hit the gamut of, of um, all the movies that we you know
1: yeah right and it's like most, you know, most people will be familiar, like, some some of these, like, sequels, you'll be like, oh, yeah, the that's, everyone knows that sequel is better than some of them. Right. Oh, it might be a little more, you know, down the line, uh, cut down the... Uh, the middle as far as what your, how your audience responds. You yeah, know. for sure. Like, I'll probably throw in on this first one. We wanted to talk about uh, Empire yeah. Strikes Back. Yep, Are the you, Empire
0: uh, Strikes Back. We're, we're going to start off with a bang.
1: With a bang. Yeah. I, I think most people kind of consider um, Empire better than A New Hope. Uh, I think um,
0: everyone considers it, and and if you don't, um, then you're wrong. <laughs>
1: you're wrong. Um, but I think the real divisive part is Return of the Jedi yeah. versus Empire. Yeah, that whole clerks now, now uh, you're talking scene. dirty. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which uh, we might have different opinions on that. But I think to start off, um, Empire being better than A New Hope. Yeah, that's
0: um, yeah. It, it's um, that's a gr- uh, great example of. Um, The the original being good and then uh, the the sequel uh, taking all of the things that made the first one good and expanding on it and just making it so much better. And, uh, you know, honestly, we could just do this whole episode on Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Probably. But for the sake of brevity and being able to talk about the other movies yeah. that, uh, that are available to us, we are going to, um, you know, just hit the, the fine points. Yeah. Um, Jared, what uh, in your opinion, what's, uh, what's one of the big things uh, for you that makes uh, Empire so, uh, so much better than the original?
1: So I think what's cool about the original trilogy of Star Wars is that it is like, each of the movies is almost like an act in a bigger story. Yeah. Right. So you had the first act, um, kind of, it's like an introductory act. Mm. Uh, we meet the hero, the, um, like Luke Skywalker, the, the poor orphan that becomes the hero, uh, of the whole story, you know, has a a mystic mentor and, um, you know, has to get, get saucy with a, a big empire that's, you know, tyrannical and (laughs) trying to destroy things. Um, what was interesting, I think, about Empire and what I think blew people away was it was the second act, which generally sets up a darker tone. Yeah. Right. So when you're when you're looking at like a story overall, you have, um, you know, sections of the story where you need some kind of tension or drama to keep the uh, the reader or the the watcher mm-hmm. um, engaged and like wondering what's going to happen next and I think Empire is probably one of the best examples oh of, for sure of that yeah um, yeah in there, multiple ways
0: yeah there was um there's a, a a lot of a, a lot that goes into this movie as far as um things that you can just dissect and, and go yeah. into um, one of the things that. I kind of wrote down in my notes uh, that that attributes to um, it being um, better than the original was uh, like the, the whole thing with Han Solo. Like from what I can remember, it wasn't set in stone at the time of filming this movie that he was going to be in the third one. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of wrote it in a way where he could possibly... Uh, be gone forever. They and kind f- of set
1: him in stone yeah. instead. Uh, oh, I like that! <laughs> I,
0: I usually um I, I make those uh, those kind of those punny jokes um, purposefully, but I didn't
1: realize. that. <laughs> I didn't catch that way. I was just looking for like an entrance on that. Yeah, it was just too perfect. Yeah,
0: yeah, that was pretty good. But pretty yeah, good. I
1: actually didn't know that they were considering not having Han, or were they um, considering killing him off?
0: So uh, I, I don't want to. Uh, say something uh, like, yes, this is the way it was right. uh, because I don't want uh, fans to yell at me and be like, <laughs> oh, you quoted that wrong. Uh, it, I, I want to say it was something along the lines of that. Like they weren't sure if he was going to sign on hmm. for um, uh, Jedi or, yeah. or if uh, if they decided that they were going to. Actually kill him off or leave him frozen in carbonite. Yeah. Um. There there was some uncertainty as to his involvement in the third one. Mm -hmm. Um. I know that for sure. So that's why, uh, they they chose to write, um, certain things the way that they did in Empire, um, which. Uh, you know, kind of furthers the the point of um, what you were saying about the the dark um, the dark turn that yeah. Empire took was that you know there's this positivity to the first one. You know, they blow up the friggin Death Star. Right, right.
1: It's the happy ending. Yeah, yeah. And,
0: and and like that kind of that movie, it, it could have um, you know just survived on its own if it wanted to. Yeah. Uh, but you know, the second one came in, and it's like, no, there's a lot more to this franchise. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I think. I think a lot of other franchises usually drop the ball if if they have a standalone movie and then they make a sequel yeah. after that without having kind of like this could be standalone but there is actually a lot more we could really right. flesh out yeah and i think star wars had that like oh yeah we i had this in mind like mm-hmm. george lucas was like yeah i you know, this yeah. is going to get dark and then you're going to really want to see that third one. <laughs> or, yeah, for sure. And kind um, of get hopeful.
0: Yeah. Another thing kind of on the, uh, on a similar note uh, that uh, Empire did was expand on the the physical universe um, that this, this whole franchise takes place mm-hmm. in because in the first one, um, you know, we're only introduced to a few select places. You know, we got uh, Tatooine, we got the Death
1: Star, uh, we got, um,
0: uh,
1: you know, it's like the introduction to a lightsaber, right? <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Everything that we will see more of in the franchise is very minimal in this. Like, yeah, um, I-, I think there was an honest trailer for uh, uh, the um, uh, the episode seven. Yeah, and uh, you see like comparison uh, lightsaber fights to um, from that movie to like the first first one. Uh-huh. Where you just see you know obi-wan facing off against darth vader and it's the most boring lightsaber uh, yeah, yeah. fight uh and he's just like well i guess that was a thing <laughs>
1: uh, i think i i've actually read about that about why that was such an awkward fight um i think first of all they um they used like metal like their the lightsaber prop mm. they were using were actually like metal props. Okay, so it was, like, um, really heavy? As opposed to, like, when you have, like, the prequels coming up where they're, like, spinning it and all that really cool sword sure. play. It was more of, like, a plastic prop. Okay. It was a little bit less dangerous, um, you know, obviously to, <laughs> to hold. And um, the second thing was, um, I think, George Lucas's influence of uh, Japanese... Um, like Japanese culture. Yeah. Which which is a really interesting, I think, element of Star Wars that I think a lot of people miss. Mm-hmm. Um, it was highly um, inspired by the seven samurai, I believe. Okay. And um thus is why Darth Vader looks like he's wearing that Kubu- right, a right. Kabuto helmet, like yeah. a samurai. Like his his whole robotic costume is yeah, kind of sure. built around a samurai. Yeah, so that's I think interesting. the sword play they were kind of going for is more of like a traditional kinpo okay. um style and obviously you have like an older actor um uh what's his name that that played um Obi-Wan uh, Obi-Wan Yeah um, uh so, like, the combinations of, I think, these things make. Yeah. they like, yeah, we kind of want to use a lightsaber battle. We kind of need to kill Obi-Wan off. Right. And then we'll figure it out later when we have some, you know, younger stuntmen to <laughs> swing those metal bars around. Yeah, for sure. And then you get that with Empire. And yeah. then all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to do a Luke Skywalker, okay. uh, Darth Vader yeah. throwdown. You know?
0: <laughs> uh Quick side note. um Speaking of
1: stuntmen, did you see that video? I think
0: uh it, it was... um something that disney's working on but it is a robotic stunt person and he was like doing fucking like trap yes. uh, uh, trapeze work <laughs> like just insane stuff and it looked so lifelike yeah, terrifying yeah terrifying. <laughs> yeah I, 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 on one level i'm like that's awesome because it could you know uh you know potentially come in and do some stunt work for uh-huh. actual uh for actual actors yeah uh but you know it's also like oh my god, are they are actually going to rise up and kill us <laughs> all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they are. It, we, we are. The, the machines will rise. This is Terminator. There it is. We, we learn nothing from the movies that we make. <laughs> just when, just when people are like, you know, we're, we're going to you know, oh, fuck no. around with chicken DNA and Be, make like make actual dinosaur. dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like we literally have like six movies about how this is a <laughs> terrible idea. going
1: to release velociraptors back into the wild. Just right. see what happens.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, nothing could go wrong. Really?
1: <laughs> um, good fun.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah there was a there's that uh with the empire and um like i said we don't want to spend a whole lot of a uh, lot more time on this so we'll kind of talk about uh quickly talk about a few more things um you know there's a there's a lot more battle stuff uh there's you know a lot more yeah. you know lightsaber battles you know the the battle between um uh luke and uh
1: yeah, yeah, and Vader, and you Vader. know, like Luke loses a hand. Right. And he he and learns then, that Vader the father right. is huge all within that that, you know, fight scene. And then a battle the battle sequence, right? Yeah. You're talking about um like Hoth like you know, opening it up with mm. a huge Right you know, yeah, a, just the like action level of, of yeah. everything. But with an interesting story level. I think when you have those two combined I think that's yeah, some of the best movies. Yeah, they come out of that, um, the best received.
0: Yeah, I just realized that um, the uh, the Last Jedi. I know it's kind of a, a polarizing movie, um, but uh, that kind of mimics uh, the the idea of the, uh, the opening of Empire uh, as well. You know that mm. we have the um, the Episode Seven um, that that it was. I don't want to say it was a complete... re uh, <laughs> Repackaging
1: like, of A New Hope.
0: <laughs> right. But it did yeah. bear a lot of resemblances. Yeah. I was totally cool with that because we had to get Star Wars fans back on board with, like, more movies. And, yeah. and not be like, yeah, we're making new ones and they're all going to be crap. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we had to, you know, instill that confidence that we could, you know, make more and they could, you know, be good again. Yeah. Um, but... With the uh, the last Jedi, uh, it, it also opened up like right in the middle of all that action um, and that like heart racing sequence of her like kicking the pole to uh, try and get the um, the uh, the button thing yeah. um, down to her so she could push it.
1: Yeah, the bomber. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. So she could release all the uh, all the bombs into the <sighs> what, What's that? That battle. Yeah, it's not ship. a star star destroyer. It was, it was something of some the like. other
1: kind of intense. Right. Destroyer. Yes. Yeah. That Something they needed that to destroy. And lies. Yeah. <laughs> um
0: so yeah, there was a there's you know that. Um but um yeah, and then uh, let's say we talked about the uh, the impending doom of Han Solo and how we didn't know
1: Yeah, like in uh, the in the twist, like yeah. I think the dark sided kind of twist of the movie. You have the reveal of uh Darth Vader as Luke's father, you have the betrayal of Han Solo. Um, from, uh, um, it just left me. Oh,
0: uh, uh, um, Lando. <laughs> Lando.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I forget Lando Calrissian. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Cole the whole, the, <laughs> the whole betrayal of that is that you don't see that coming because right. you know, he's a likable character and yeah. they're like old friends or old, but oh, he's a, you know, he's just like Han. Right. Like, now oh, he's getting ready to fuck you over
0: again. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: always uh they're always looking out for number one. Yeah. Yeah. And then they set up they set up Return of the Jedi, which in my opinion, I think was the best of the original trilogy. You think it, so? It might be because I mean, A, it's probably nostalgia, right? Okay. It's just like whatever I liked as a kid. You know, I'm like, oh I wanna see the one with the green lightsaber where mm-hmm. that whole um the whole opening scene of Luke saving Han from uh the um from uh from
0: uh oh the the um the, <laughs> the fucking uh <laughs> why
1: does it leave me what is a movie uh, I've, i I love for so long the, the lemur J- uh, the, not lemur uh, java the hut <laughs> yeah the huts from, uh, uh, oh yeah yeah the H- the huts on tatooine yeah um that whole rescue scene is there's something very like i guess romantic about it like not like um you know smoochie luke loves han yeah. romantic but like uh like, like I'm coming hero. to get you,
0: bro, Namath. Yeah, yeah.
1: The heroics of it were, yeah. in just being in that desert landscape with the the monster and the, the pit, and, and then the you know execution scene, and and then this like really elaborate lightsaber mm-hmm. rescue scene. I think always stuck out to me. Yeah, you know?
0: um, yeah. I mean, since then, like, uh, there's there's been a lot of a um, lot of talk, and a lot, there's a lot of videos out there, and a lot of information trying to talk about how. Um, Return of the Jedi isn't that great of a movie or it doesn't hold up as well yeah. as we thought, but I, I still feel like it, it, it's yeah. a great movie despite, you know, its faults. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like it doesn't get as much credit yeah. nowadays. I a, feel like, as like I wouldn't deserves. make so
1: much as a, like an intellectual like argument that right. it's better, but like just the kid and me, like, liked, you yeah. know, the adventure scenes yeah, that are just sure. strewn throughout that one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, let's uh, let's move on to the next one. We got uh, Terminator oh, yeah. Two. Speaking of killer day. robots. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of things that are gonna rise up and kill us and be self-aware and be like, "Hello, Dave. I've come to end your life." Oh, thank you. I just ran out of coffee.
1: Love me and fear me. Right. And then worship me.
0: Oh God. I am your mecha god. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, I, when, when we were both doing research, uh, as, as far as, you know, movies that were kind of objectively viewed as better than the, the original, um, this, this hit a lot of lists yeah. that, that I saw, um, and it's, uh, the, you know, there's no argument against it. Like, yeah. I feel like this
1: is the go-to movie, um, for yeah. sequel was better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, there, there's, uh, it's not a mistake that it's the second movie that we're talking about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it uh, you know, there are people out there. I, I have talked to several people that uh, feel like Terminator One, uh, the original, was the better movie. Mm. Um, not. I mean, not a whole lot of people. I've ran into maybe it was definitely two people. good. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It was. There's no great, doubt. That yeah, the First Terminator. A, is, yeah, it was a great movie. Yeah. But. Uh, <sighs> I mean, in my opinion, there's just, you know, there's just no mistaking the fact that Terminator 2 ups the ante in yeah. every aspect. Like, the villain, yeah. uh, T-1000, is just fucking terrifying for yeah. not being a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, yeah.
1: it, it is a sci-fi movie. Well, the first one had a lot of, like, horror vibes. Yeah. um, You know, there's a, there's a robot, like, hunting this, this woman yeah. down, and, like... He's like unstoppable, you know. All you can do really is run from him, right? So I think that really kind of makes it fall easily into horror. Yeah. Um. And the second one had those those aspects. It's probably why it kept such like a high, you know, like ooh intensity. But it was more, I think, action.
0: Yeah. Debate. It's um. And and we do have um. Alien and Aliens on this list. Uh. And we can kind of we'll get to those uh, here in a little bit, but. Um, it, it's almost in the same same aspect where the first one, uh, like an mm-hmm. alien, uh, alien, it was much. Uh, it's much more like um, uh, widely accepted that the first one was more horror based. Yeah. And then the second one was more like action sci-fi. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The space marines. Yeah. Coming to blow up aliens. Right. It was, for sure. It was great. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um. And, and then it's kind of the same thing in Terminator Two, where um you have uh, um. You know the first one like you said definitely had some uh, a lot of horror elements and the second one does too yeah. but i mean there's motorcycle chases <laughs> right. Right? um there's right. lots and lots of running
1: that really cool thing he does with the shotgun oh, when he's reloading God. the shotgun and just so like flips good. it on the motorcycle
0: like it, just thinking about it now like gives me goosebumps <laughs> i'm like yes like i want to ride a motorcycle and shoot a shotgun at the same time yeah not um, like i'm i'm a psycho or anything it's just you know <laughs> seems like a fun thing to do
1: and especially on like the science fiction angle like i think historically science fiction has always been a very uh i want to say like philosophical uh genre um it's all it's a bunch of what ifs and like how like technology can change and like it change our place in the universe and change how we view ourselves Mm -hmm. and i think terminator um the first one where you had like this idea that AI would go too far and then want to exterminate us and then find time travel. And then you have all these weird time loop, you know, right. Uh, stuff. And, and you're like, Oh wow. And then it's like, at the same time, it's visceral. It's, um, it, it's trippy in your head. You're to imagine a robot coming back in time to kill the mother of a, a human who's going to destroy the robots so it's like this like loop thing which <laughs> yeah. is like whoa but at the same time it's a movie about a woman running from her running for her life from a, a robot that just wants to kill her it's right. all, he, all he wants to do yeah with some uh you know joe schmo um soldier coming back to try and protect her. But he's like, "I don't have any laser guns. I'm not sure if I can totally protect you." Yeah. Um,
0: um speaking of uh Linda Hamilton as a fucking badass. Yeah. Uh the uh the stark difference between where uh, uh seeing her in the first one oh, yeah. and you can kind of tell like she's uh, you know as she drives off in, in that I think it was a Jeep or It, it doesn't matter. Right, right, With the dog. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, where where she drives off um at the very end of the first one, uh, you can kind of tell that she's going to kind of shed her old form and become this new badass yeah character development for sure yeah and and then um the uh second one opens up with her like doing uh overhand pull-ups in in a fucking (laughs) mental institution you're like well that escalated
1: quickly (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah she she got there
0: (laughs) yeah um but uh, like you can tell that she's just like constantly preparing herself for the moment she knows is coming Mm -hmm. where the machines are going to come back for her. Yeah. And, um, and she's, you know, she's accepted this. Uh, but what's, what's interesting to me is that when the time comes, she still turns out to be greatly terrified because that scene where, um, you know, uh, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, um, he, he comes off the elevator with, with her son -hmm. And uh, you see, you know, it's the scene where she's trying to escape. Yeah, and. Um, you know as she's trying to get on the elevator they're coming off and you know he, she doesn't know yet that he's come back as a good guy
1: this yeah. time that's another kind of weird character development oh yeah you know? that
0: was super <laughs> weird like I actually saw uh, Judgment Day uh, first and then I saw the original right right you're um, like he's not a bad guy this is weird yeah so that was super confusing like I had to like double check multiple oh, sources making sure I was watching the right movie yeah and... I
1: want to say I had that issue too as a kid like, yeah. like oh okay this is the movie where he's a bad guy like, right, but it's like Arnold's not supposed to be a bad guy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's Arnold. Right, yeah. That was uh, I think that was one of the things that I had a hard time getting past with the first one. And yeah, that's my own fault. Is because I watched the second one first. Right, uh, was like I had a hard time seeing um, him as a, a
1: bad guy. Now yeah. I was like, I don't want him to be a bad yeah. guy.
0: Yeah, I, I only know well, him as the good guy. The
1: whole element, I think, of making um, that like him a good guy in the second. I, movie i think was huge i think it did a lot for the yeah. movie it did a lot for like um like especially since he was bad in the first movie and you see him come back as a good guy fighting a more advanced robot mm-hmm. it almost has this like uh like logan-esque like yeah. like an old gunslinger coming to like try and save you know a family yeah. from some impending doom But you know, he's kind of worn out and busted. He's not like the newest model, but he's still like heroic. You still like really appreciate him for like being there and being what he is. Yeah. And then, and then the whole aspect of his relationship with the kid. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you had this kid who's, he's kind of a problem child. It's like You're like the savior of the world. It's kind of this, Mm -hmm. this rotten kid that hangs out with like bad kids, um, but he kind of has to he kind of to like learn how to survive you know it becomes a part of his character right but then you have this relationship um it's like can her, can a robot can ai be a role model right. for a kid and you're <laughs> like oh he can because i believe it <laughs> you know Yeah. like i want i want a terminator to help me you know hang out with me and give me high fives and right. you know do all the things right
0: tell me he's going to be back and then he sh- he yeah, he comes back like yeah. Yeah. yeah, unlike his real dad. Unlike his real dad. Yeah. <laughs> oh burn. Uh, Robo dad. Yeah. Oh.
1: But that that's a whole other like a uh, layer of uh philosophical thought on yeah. on the genre as a whole. It's like can can we as the audience like relate to an, an AI robot as mm-hmm. the hero? And it's essentially what he was in that he was, you know, the self-sacrificing hero. Right. You, like know like I, I'm a robot. you know what I?
0: You know what I cannot relate to is any of the other movies that came after this one. Oh no, <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> the one with. Um, Christian Bale yeah. uh, Terminator I think that was Salvation. Salvation. Yeah. That one I liked yeah. because uh, it it just had a different feel to it um and plus it had uh, him and Sam Worthington uh-huh. um and you know a, a few other actors and actresses that uh, I really liked and um I thought the plot was decent uh-huh. um but really everything else is just kind of uh, big dumb fun. Yeah.
1: Aside from Genesis big that was
0: fun. uh uh uh, uh I, I, did you see Genesis? Yeah,
1: I did. I did. I just you know, it was I, kind of like three. It was kind of like Terminator three in yeah, my opinion.
0: Yeah, it, that in my opinion, that's really the only one that I watched. And I was like, I really don't like this. Like, um, yeah, I, I I I hung on to the very end in hopes that something would happen where I'd be like, okay, like there was some redeeming moments and some good moments, and yeah, uh, it just turned out uh, like and, and it. It was kind of upsetting to me because it had um, what's her name, Khaleesi from Game of Thrones. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, I forgot her name too. Uh, uh, um, Am- Amelia Clark.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: Um, yeah, that was uh, that was kind of upsetting that uh, she she could not save yeah. it. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're really hoping for it. I don't know. It's kind of like this whole fad of of everything being visual and being visual mm-hmm. visually centered, and then they kind of forget the story. Yeah, and that's kind of what. Yeah, know, I, I think, drops uh, the ball.
0: yeah, I think. Yeah, I I think a lot of studios um, try and rely on that a lot nowadays. Is getting like big name actors into the movie, uh, not necessarily in hopes that it will do very well and it'll uh, make uh, you know get the numbers at the box office that they're hoping for. They're mm-hmm. they're more like yes, this will this will. Uh, this is the key to getting those numbers that we need is getting those big names out there. We don't need to focus on the story or the plot or, (laughs) um, you know, whether we can further this franchise beyond this point. Right. Um, We'll make it in computers. Right. (laughs) Yeah. We'll just, uh, get all the big name actors and people will just automatically come see it. And for the most part, they're right. Um,
1: it'll it'll make its money in China and
0: we're like, Oh, whatever. (laughs) Right. Yeah. We're big in China. Yeah. Um, Cool. Well, um, I think that's all I had for uh, uh, Terminator. Do you have any any other thoughts on
1: Terminator 2? Judgment uh, Day. Nah, just the expansion, you know, just expanding on the original material, having yeah. something cognitive to kind of like think about, mm-hmm. but also having the visceral action. I think any combination of those two really expands um, a movie yeah, series. for sure. I,
0: I I do feel like this was one of the the original benchmarking sci-fi movies that I uh, I watched, especially as a kid. That I mean, one it it holds up, and two it has, uh, like you were saying, it has so many layers to it. And, you know, you can uh, have debates about it. You can um, wax philosophically yeah. about this movie. Um, you know, there there's just no ending to. Uh, the amount of things
1: that you can talk about with it. That's not even touching like the time loops and like, like weird things that happen with them. Yeah. uh, I think
0: this movie is definitely one of the OG sci-fis that that's out there that so many of our contemporary sci-fi movies um, we have to thank for, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that kind of use this as like a a model for what's good and what's bad about uh, sci-fi filmmaking.
1: Originally based off of a Twilight episode. Um, Was it? I believe. Yeah, there's uh, an episode of, uh, like, two, it wasn't, like, the as far as the AI and stuff goes, but, like, two warring, um, two warriors from the future. Okay. Like, in, like, a future war, time traveling to try and kill, like, the the mother of a leader of, a, of the other side. Okay. Something vague like that I've only seen some of the episode, hmm. so I can't okay. go into like how much they gathered. But it was right. it was kind of big news a little while ago. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, uh, third movie, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Blade Runner. Yeah.
1: Not, I, this is one of those I wouldn't put in a category as necessarily better than okay. the first. Um, but as a sequel, it was great. Mm-hmm. Like it was. Um, like they did definitely didn't drop the ball. On it. <laughs> so, so,
0: but overall, you don't feel like it was better than the original?
1: It's one of those things where I think the original is so... Uh, like, there's a certain... A, there's a certain nostalgia mm-hmm. to it. And, uh, and to that kind of world... Um, they kind of base off of something I'm a big fan of as uh, Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. So they they kind of base that original world off of that, um, that manga slash anime. I think the movie came out first before they did a, a series of that. But... I love that time period mm-hmm. and like um, what do they call it like uh, urban futurism um, there's like a dy- like it's like a dystopian urban urban like future society mm-hmm. you see in like Blade Runner uh, there's a little bit of that in um, uh, the fifth element yeah um, where like it's you have all these like cool cityscapes, but they're kind of like run down at the same time. With mm-hmm. like this science fiction, yeah, you know, this futurism, I guess. Um, yeah, uh, I think they did a really good job um, holding on to that mm-hmm. in the in the sequel in twenty forty nine. Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, yeah, the this stark contrast of uh, all these futuristic elements in a desolate world uh, living together yeah. is just so so fascinating uh, yeah. in in so many aspects yeah uh, the idea of the the, the co-civilization of, of these two things of you know of like AI this. and human it's,
1: it's another like AI like how human yeah. can I AI be like truly yeah. I think both movies hit on that yeah
0: it's it's like um you know just a, a one of the many different philosophies and looks at how uh, AI and humans would coexist together mm-hmm. um with uh you know this being uh not a fantastic uh <laughs> a scenario where you know everyone turns out great yeah um but um, yeah it, they're, uh, they're helpful buddies yeah um I, I don't have a whole lot of notes written down on this one which is yeah. uh, i guess coincidental because i uh, th- this was definitely high on my list as uh, like subjective movies that mm-hmm. um the, the, where the sequel I thought was better because uh, I was going to say um, with, with you mentioning that uh, in your opinion, you thought the the original was better. Uh, this is one of the more polarizing movies on our list mm. um, where uh, the, the sequel is quote unquote better. Um, you know, in, in a lot of the instances uh, that we'll talk about today that, you know, is very, very much objective that the sequel yeah. is better. This is more along the lines of like the sequel is quote unquote better. Yeah. Um, but you know, there, there are plenty of people like you, um, hardcore, like Blade Runner enthusiasts that mm-hmm. grew up with the original. Like, I, I feel like the, the generation in between baby boomers and millennials, mm-hmm. uh, that I forget. They were kind of born in like the uh, late gen 70s. X. Yeah. Right. Um, I feel like they have this strong connection to oh, yeah. um to this movie because they're the ones who grew up with it. Yeah, and so they they're kind of in the position to be like, oh yeah, well nothing can ever beat the original. Yeah, uh, Blade Runner, and um, I I I appreciate the the original and and what it did for um. Uh, film noir and mm-hmm. sci-fi and uh, a fusion of those two is mm-hmm. very interesting, but goddamn, it is so boring. It's slow, yeah. Like, it is slow <laughs> and is boring. Like fantastic performances from Harrison Ford. Yeah. And um, what's his name? Uh, all I see him is uh, I see him sitting on a horse from that uh, that movie where him and Michelle Pfeiffer uh, only can get together uh, during the eclipse. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? A lady Hawk. Uh god what what is that actor's name? You know who I'm talking about? Um, oh, oh,
1: the one that played the um the main uh
0: yeah uh, uh, uh
1: I'm not villain look. but antagonist. Yeah. Uh, uh Yeah, what is that guy's name? Uh oh, Rutger Hauer. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: if only I had a uh, I had a computer in front of me where <laughs> I could figure it out. Google it real quick. Right. Yeah. Uh yeah, uh no, fantastic performances from everyone, but um I just I felt like um, the 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 sequel was uh, it, it was another good example of taking the, uh, what made the original so great and just um, hitting on all those points again mm. successfully. Um, I just I, hit myself just, in the face with my microphone. Yeah, just We're go ahead, and head butt, okay. headbutt the microphone. We're okay, that'll do it. Um, I just got so enraged at David's opinion. <laughs> oh God, I hate the fucking dice. <laughs> um. Yeah, I. I mean, that's just my opinion. Yeah. I mean, there were a few things about the movie that I wasn't super happy with. Like, I thought uh, Jared Leto's uh, his performance was great, but his overall involvement in the movie was underutilized and um, yeah. kind of wasted. Yeah, like
1: almost it, unnecessary. Yeah, like that they gave they gave a lot of those um, those moments to the girl, the uh, the woman um, that was. Uh, like sent to capture right. uh gosling. Yeah, I f- um, I I feel like,
0: like they, they either needed like to like kinda
1: go go head to head and really, Yeah. he like comes up out of the water and yeah. does the thing. I, I won't spoil it for if if you haven't seen twenty forty nine uh, Yeah, uh, uh, I mean you we should go watch it.
0: Yeah we uh <sighs> This is kind of a, a tough episode to to get into spoiler territory because we generally have a rule on the podcast where yeah. we always go into spoilers. Yeah. Um. And it, I I should make a disclaimer before every episode that hey spoiler alert but yeah. I never do because I just. I'm like, hey, yeah, uh, we're gonna talk about this, and yeah. you know,
1: it, you don't think about it for those movies that came out in like the 80s and 90s. Yeah, so you're like, oh yeah, oh well, yeah, I, yeah, that was kind of recent. Yeah, but maybe I someone mean, hasn't seen it. Yeah, but.
0: 2049 is is more recent, so we should, you know. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, overall, yeah, I, I thought, uh, I thought it was definitely a worthy successor mm-hmm. to the original, uh, and like I said, it, it it just kind of expanded on all the the original ideas of what made the first one better, yeah. and it, it was... Um, It was paced really well for being like a two and a half hour movie. Uh Um, There wasn't a point in the movie where I where I felt bored or uh, I was like, like, you know, when is this going to get going? Um, Because I kind of I went into the movie thinking that it might be like that. Uh Um, but I was, I was pleasantly surprised that, yeah. you know, it was relatively well paced and
1: I did appreciate that about yeah, the, and, the new one. And that Harrison
0: yeah. Ford didn't phone it in because you <laughs> can tell he's getting to the age now where, um, I don't want to say phoning it in, but I mean, <laughs> Phoned like, it in. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I do feel like in his involvement in, um, uh, Episode seven. I keep, why do I, I can never remember the, the name of, uh, Star Wars episode seven. Um, a new hope again,
1: (laughs) the force awakens force awakens.
0: I am a terrible fucking geek. (laughs) How bizarre, yeah, I forgot
1: Java the Hutt and Lando Calrissian. Earlier, yeah. So it's I fair. called him a fucking lemur. We call him brain farts. <laughs> it works yeah. A lemur. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, it, j- there's just so, so many thoughts racing through my head right now, <laughs> and I just did a bump of cocaine before the show, <laughs> so I'm... Uh, <laughs> I've got my shirt off right now. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll just use this weird opportunity to segue into the next movie, Mad Max
1: <laughs> Fury Road. Actually, I would like to jump into the original trilogy of Mad max first okay, Ro- go for it. road warrior yeah because you, have, you have more
0: familiarity ar- with uh, the original uh, yeah. movies uh, yeah than i do i've only seen the first one so
1: you have um you have mad max you have the road warrior and then you have beyond thunderdome which mm-hmm. beyond beyond thunderdome is it's its own thing it it, yeah. was, it was fun but um i believe like in, this is one of those instances where I think the first one was a cult classic, mm-hmm. so they got they gathered enough intention to make a sequel. Um, the first one was weird, man. The the first Mad Max you yeah. saw the the yeah. very first yeah. one. Yeah,
0: out of the uh, all the ones that um, came before. Uh, Mad Max Fury Road Out of all those The only one that I've seen Was the very original one Yeah The, the first one It was
1: wasn't It was like It wasn't quite as What you think When you think Mad yeah, Max Yeah Going um,
0: from Watch Like the, And the very first movie That I saw uh, In this franchise Was Fury Road Um, So going from that <laughs> Fury Road And backtracking To the
1: original Yeah That was It was a little rough <laughs> It was a little there was rough There's like a scene Where he's on a farm They have yeah. like rifles he's, he's kind of This cop yeah um, type figure from the uh, post-apocalyptic future
0: yeah i am um, i mean i still thoroughly enjoyed it as a movie yeah. um i thought i still thought it was good but the- it, it was um kind of a i guess a, a movie culture shock type situation going from yeah. Fury road to the original yeah uh just because i mean same director which is kind of cool but um you know it's um, yeah, it's just different.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you get into Road Warrior. Once it's, it's like they got a bigger budget. Um, was that number two? Yeah. Okay. That, so that was this, the original like sequel back yeah. back in the eighties. Um, and that's where you get like you know the 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 leather clad uh, <laughs> s- slightly S and M uh, villains on on weird types of cars running right. through the desert. Uh-huh. Where, you know, like attacking and and you get him um, those those epic and famous car chase scenes which were in the first but it just stuck out so much more the characters were just so much more uh vibrant yeah Um, so
0: in your opinion uh from the original um set of set of movies in the franchise you think in that case the second uh, the sequel was better
1: yeah yeah and i think i think it's largely has to do with the budget yeah, I think you had the same. Yeah, I mean Mel Gibson is. I mean, as, as wacko as he is, he's an incredible actor. Right. And and that's what really I think sold the phrase. Mm-hmm. It's funny because you're like, hey, Mel Gibson's kind of crazy, and then you look back at his uh, his movies, like his history of movies, where he's always playing a crazy guy. <laughs> Be like, wow. I <laughs> wonder, oh, it makes sense. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, like I, I wonder, how, like. I bet he just walked onto set and he just was Mel Gibson. (laughs) Like he didn't have to get into into character or anything. Like he, he
1: just was, you can cry on command. Of course you can. You're crazy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I just have so many weird thoughts racing through my brain all the time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, I, but I think that's what sold the first one. I have to give the first one respect for for mm-hmm. being a uh, a pioneer in that genre. And that right. was poke post-apocalypse, but The Road Warrior really brought it to the level where Fury Road really picks up. Yeah. Um that that's kind of what they harken back to yeah um, was the feel of, of road warrior
0: yeah i am um, uh, like i said i don't have a whole lot of notes uh as far as my opinions um with what made uh fury road uh better um uh, or not better i i mean i guess this is kind of one of those weird exceptions in our list is that um it's you know kind of like it's not a reboot uh it's kind of sort of a sequel mm-hmm. um i mean it's you know, it's, it's like a little bit of both. Yeah, it's it's like a, a different reincarnation of Mad Max because um, obviously he's still the uh, kind of the around the same age mm-hmm. as he was when the original set of movies came out. Yeah. Um, but you know we the the focus has shifted. Like yes, he's a part of the movie, but not as big a part as Furiosa is. Yeah. Um, like she's basically the main character in the movie. Um, yeah, it's in my opinion, her involvement in the movie, um, Charlize Theron just fucking nailed it in this movie. Yeah,
1: you know, she kind of has more of a, a, um, come to think of it, has more of a, character arc that the original Mad Max had. Mm-hmm. Where there's like loss, there's like an acceptance of uh yeah how brutal the world is, but you can do something to change it. Right. And then that motivation to yeah, do that's that actually, something. That's a really good
0: point. Yeah. Yeah. I um yeah that's that's a great point. There's um and th- then Max there is are just a lot the of... stray
1: dog that <laughs> 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 it's
0: it's like that uh, that meme that uh that has been floating around for a while ever since uh, Venom uh uh, started uh, getting trailers. It's like, what does Hollywood have against uh, Tom Hardy's face? <laughs> and and you know, you you got like four pictures. You got like him and Venom. Uh, and uh, he has a mask you have him uh, on the on the front of a car in Fury Road, yeah. and he's got that metal yeah. uh, face frame or whatever it is. Yeah. Um. is. He's got uh, the Bane mask yeah, Bane, from of Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Uh, there was there's a fourth one in there, uh, and I can't think of it off the top of my head. It, it might have been something. Wasn't he in, like, Dunkirk or something, and he was a, a pilot? I think he was a pilot in some movie. I think he was. It was either Dunkirk or something else recently. I just keep
1: thinking Inception. But um.
0: Yeah. No. His his face was on full display. Full display in, in Inception. Inception yeah. Um. I yeah. loved him in Inception. Yeah. I. Um. I want him, him to do more movies with Chris Nolan. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. When yeah. they when they pair up, magic happens. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> right. But uh, yeah. We'll uh, we'll transition to uh the next movie and the next movie is. Alien. Aliens again. I'm a witch with my little mouth. Too. <laughs> I know you get back in there little you mouth. There, little I'm little gonna mouth. eat them. I'm, it's okay. I'm gonna get you when we eating them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Aliens is it's another one in my opinion that it's hard to argue that was better. Right. It was a good sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Alien movies that kind of came out after afterwards were kind of just like, know, yeah. Weird. Yeah. Um Alien 3 was was weird. Um but I really liked um we were kind of talking about before um, or maybe on the, on the podcast. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't remember timelines anymore. I, I'm I, just, I'm just here no, winging it. Yeah. David. I'm just, I'm just doing my thing. No,
0: I, I have no concept of time or anything that I said <laughs> but before it's like, this moment. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. You know, it's like Terminator where yeah. it's like a mixture of horror and action. Yeah. And then with the second one, they really brought yeah. the action. Yeah. We,
0: yeah. We mentioned that earlier. Um, yeah. This is another uh, great example of, um, them uh, the the original being uh, a you know a different tone than the sequel and the the sequel kind of taking the 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 original idea from the first movie and kind of transforming it and changing the tone yeah. a little
1: bit. Probably had a bigger budget. Um, yeah. Had I mean you have like the robot versus the queen uh, battle like where she right. puts on the mech suit and fights <laughs> the queen that is just amazing that's, yeah that's so one badass. of those things that make it awesome um as an action movie mm-hmm. but then you'll have like the cinema heads that are like you know, uh, you know don't even go there that was that was commercial garbage right. you know like <laughs> the yeah. first one was like a masterpiece of horror and yeah it really was it, w- it was i think mm-hmm. genre defining genre bending yeah um the xenomorph oh man like yeah. what an iconic monster yeah so original it's not just like oh, here's a vampire again. Here's <laughs> here's a werewolf again. You know, you finally yeah. have this like, oh, that is a terrifying monster. No, um, y- yeah, you- you're definitely
0: right about that. In in the history of movies, um, when it comes to sci-fi and when it comes to aliens, um, the- we've seen so many different incarnations of what beings from outer space uh, mm-hmm. would look like and could look like and the xenomorph like you said just stands the test of time yeah um as as being one of the more iconic uh depictions of alien life forms yeah. um in in cinema and yeah. it just uh, yeah it, it's just so fucking terrifying
1: yeah and just like as far as like an original monster um mm. i think you see like uh like more recently you have stranger things yeah right which i think the the popularity of Stranger Things came from, of course, eighties nostalgia, mm-hmm. which I have just tons of. Right. And then um Why wouldn't s- you? Some sort of like original but scary monster. Yeah. But even that, um, I don't think the Demi Gorgon was as good as that original Xenomorph yeah. as far as scare, scare mm-hmm. factor. Um, it almost he almost like He's like the wannabe of a xenomorph. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like he's like he's like a close not a close but like a, a mid distance second place. He's
0: got a little flower for us. <laughs> he's, he's, he's got a flower and he's gotta he's gonna sting that if yeah. you get too close. He's yeah.
1: gonna open up those flaps. i was like, oh that that's original. Yeah, it's it's, it's like a it's it was, almost like a Venus flytrap type of uh, type of face. And then just like, you know, a person body. A right. person's body. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it was but a, tall and lanky yeah, and grey uh, a
0: little bit of a um uh, a kinda weird uh, take on, on a on a villain. But,
1: yeah. And um, he was really scary when before you knew exactly what it was. Right. You know, and they did that really well. Um, yeah. but like as far as like showing the monster and then being like, Oh yeah, that's a scary monster. Once mm-hmm. once you show the demigorgon you're like, okay, now it's something to be defeated. Yeah. As where you show the xenomorph and you're like, oh man, that thing is like slimy and has teeth and like and like acid blood and like like, if it gets close to me, I'm going to, like, piss my pants. Right, You yeah. know, because it's going to eat my face in some horrible way. Yeah. You know, because they just did it right. Yeah. You know? did, did it's you... hard to... And then all they could do for the sequel is been like, you know, aliens. Mm-hmm. It's like, now there's more of them. Yeah. <laughs> now, Guys, we there's have so many more aliens. <laughs> like, like, the first one was scary. There was just one. Right. The second one... Hmm. Yeah, a bunch know, of aliens. Who knows how many aliens <laughs> we got? We, we'll, we'll throw some marines in there, you know, right. space marines, and they yeah. can they can blow shit up, and that's fun. And it was fun. Um, and eventually we'll throw in a predator too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, uh, that made so much sense to me. I don't like. Yeah. Speaking of aliens, the whole like the alien covenant, which I was kind of like, Meh, about was, uh, was that. Um, uh,
0: uh, was Alien Covenant the, the most recent one? Yeah. 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 I, it
1: was kind of like a sequel to um, Prometheus. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, yeah, I thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean it had dare I say the gayest flute scene um I've ever seen in, in a movie maybe the, the uh, really the only flute scene I've seen yeah. in a movie yeah but more if I AI if more I, of those
1: untrustworthy robots right
0: yeah I, I don't think I'll ever be able to trust Michael Fassbender in yeah a no. role again <laughs> no. be like yeah you stay away from flutes yeah yeah um but uh but yeah uh i mean i i really don't have a whole lot more to add to um aliens mm-hmm. um I, uh, I i didn't grow up with this franchise a lot of my friends um connor who has been on the podcast before he is a, a huge horror and sci-fi fan and he grew up with um, this franchise and all the other you know old school horror and sci-fi franchises yeah. um so he you know he has a lot to say about it and but unfortunately, I don't I, – I didn't really grow up with it, and I, I've seen most of the movies by now, I want to say, and I, I'm still – I'm just like, meh. Like, you yeah. know, if they keep making more, more than likely, I'm, I'm going to go see them.
1: And you know what's what, – funny enough, um, most of the movies we've talked about, at least um, the past couple of them, <laughs> uh, we've had Ridley Scott and James Cameron. Yeah. Uh, So, like, Ridley Scott uh, doing the original Alien movie. Uh James Cameron was actually the director for aliens mm-hmm. so yeah. james cameron is that sequel guy yeah yeah that's
0: <laughs> um, it's it's an interesting uh change up i guess they're trying
1: to sprinkle some of that terminator magic into yeah. the alien world um, yeah
0: that's probably where uh where all that action came from yeah so uh, james cameron was like yeah we need more uh, mechanical shit blowing shit up right right but yeah. he,
1: i mean he loves his sci-fi and i got mad respect for, for cameron yeah uh, for, for sure for that
0: uh, all right. Well, next on the list we have uh, Back to the Future Part Two. Back to the Future. Yeah. Um, I I know I'm gonna catch a lot of flack from this, but I am not a huge Back to the Future franchise fan. No. Um, they're they're okay. Uh, I don't love the movies. I I don't dislike them. Uh, I mean, it's it's more of a take it or leave it type of thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I I understand why people like them, but I do feel like this franchise falls into that. Um, a subset of if you didn't grow up grow up with them and yeah. you watch them like you know at a, at a later age like in your 20s or 30s yeah. you're not going to get out of it what you could oh, have yeah. gotten out of it when, as a kid yeah you know, watching it at like nine 10 11 years old yeah because um, you know there's just so much of that flair to it that um you know that that kids like and um you know it just kind of It's it's just one of those things. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. um, It was meant to make uh, to help Rick and Morty come alive. Yeah, that's what. (laughs) It was a jumping off point. (laughs) It's a jumping off point. It's it's a moment in history. Yeah, yeah. I kind of feel the same way. Um,
0: I mean, the reason why I put it on this list was when we were doing our research. uh, This. Uh, like a few of the other movies that we have on here um, came up in multiple, you know, listicles that I found. Yeah. Um, and I was like, well, I mean, if it's hitting more than one list out there, then I should probably include it. But the problem with that is I really don't have a whole lot to speak on it. I I have seen one, two and three. And I will say that I do agree with the second one being better. Yeah, uh, I feel like it's better. I mean, simply because it actually has the hoverboard in this one. Yeah, the one?
1: futuristic stuff, I think, yeah. is really what made the setting uh, of 2, I think, is really what, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, made, stuck out to me yeah. as a kid, especially.
0: Uh, do you remember all those memes that were uh, kind of like late 2014? Uh, that was like, just in case you uh, you forgot, this is how we're supposed to dress right. next year. And it was <laughs> yeah. a screenshot of, like, all the people um, wearing, like, what looked like tinfoil costumes <laughs> and shit. Yeah yeah it's
1: it's the same in uh bill and ted (laughs) yeah (laughs) you see like where they're in their future like i think it was bogus journey uh uh, the second the sequel that's a good one for the list i didn't even think about that but bill and ted's bogus journey we might come back around to that but um yeah bill (laughs) their whole facet of like how the future should look in the 80s was just hilarious and i think that's what uh, people still love that i still love that yeah uh, yeah Uh, back to the future had a real, real funky vibe cool. as far as their future um,
0: yeah well we'll push forward so we can um kind of wrap up part one um well uh, the oh, the yeah. last couple Let's on here uh, are, uh, are yeah are moving away from the uh the the sci-fi element and more into the horror element obviously because we have the conjuring 2 yeah um it, it's uh, i think this is one of the other um polarizing movies um it, it, on this list where some people might disagree with the conjuring 2 being the better one uh but uh, just similar to back to the future 2 i did find it on multiple lists mm-hmm. and i feel like it was scarier than shit it was um it a, absolutely a, in was. comparison to the first one the, the first one was scary but the second one um i mean it had the nun and on that same note i cannot wait for the nun movie uh, this fall have you seen the the trailers yeah. for it God, it looks so scary i
1: think there's some uh, there's some drama going on about that too where like there's too much of a jump scare on the youtube oh
0: ad. oh yeah so like
1: <laughs> people are like like families are watching youtube videos together and it's like all of a sudden you have this horror movie trailer and you're like watching something with your kid and- like Hey. Unless you put the like, there's certain blocks you can. I mean, you can set that up to not play scary things. Oh, like okay. YouTube, YouTube makes that available for you. That's that's really
0: weird that they would have a a, a trailer for the nun play before a video that is quote-unquote family friendly yeah like usually their algorithm is better than that
1: yeah but i think it's i think it has to do with settings like the algorithm goes by whatever settings you you place on there okay um i think most people know either that or have ad blockers cool you know, just do an ad blocker and you're, you're probably good but i think they had um yeah there's some kind of drama that happened like this commercial this trailer was too scary right. for just normal youtube and, yeah you know, people oh. people will find a way to complain right yeah you know?
0: off topic anyways so um, so yeah we had the nun and i think the uh, uh, the, the the crazy um, you know weird limbed guy uh, that was like, like just, I, I, I mean you can't see how i'm moving but it, it was like the you know the ja- sound jack be nimble jack be quick uh, like yeah blah, 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 blah. yeah, blah,
1: kind, kind of Babadookish, yes, kind of manish, yes yeah. uh,
0: very just uh, scary to watch yeah around. i around.
1: i saw that in theaters i have this one friend that he's a horror fanatic mm-hmm. and i'm like apparently the only one that will like go actually see horror movies with him and mm-hmm. like theaters yeah so so we went and saw that one together and man i Oh, I am terrible about jump scares in theaters. I'm like, I'm all like crouched down in my seat with like my hands over my ears. I'm like, no, don't want the jump scare. Yeah. But I remember the scariest jump scare uh, from this one. And uh, I believe it was like, there was a girl on top. She was like possessed or something on mm-hmm. top of a shelf, like a bookshelf or like a clothes <clears throat> shelf. Yeah. And like the pan like someone's like hearing noises, and you kind of see it from their perspective that they like look up, and she's like all crouched down on top of there, and just does this like scream. <laughs> oh man. That, yeah. That was. It just stuck with me.
0: Yeah. Um, um. Yeah. We also have uh the Evil Dead two on here. Um. I. Uh, you can probably speak more about the Evil Dead. 2. Evil
1: Dead. Yeah. So. Evil Dead is a little bit of a uh, special case. Um, again, it's one of those things, kind of like Mad Max, that had a cult following mm-hmm. on the first movie, The First Evil Dead, which was made on like a really low budget. Yeah. Um, actually, shot here in Tennessee. Really? Honestly, in East, oh, East oh, yeah, Tennessee. yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember um, in like that. a cabin in East Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, Sam Raimi, you know, from like yeah. Spider Man and. Uh, the old the old hercules show that,
0: that's so <laughs> weird how sam Raimi, the same guy that did the evil dead also did the the, the first like movie feature yeah uh, spider-man right. franchise,
1: <laughs> right and uh well i mean i think those horror guys get um get into fantasy and comic books yeah a lot yeah on, um, a,
0: on, on a, some kinda level like, it
1: kind of like how james wan is doing the new aquaman yeah uh, you know um but Sam, Sam Raimi had his own, like, brand of – it was, like, dark comedy. He wanted to make, like, a slapstick right. for some reason. Yeah, and just throw in some random like tree right really, in there. a really gory slapstick uh, movie. <laughs> yeah and and it's so weird but i think that's what makes evil dead what it is i think it's what makes it a cult classic um so what they did is after the first one um did really well they got a a big budget for the second one Mm -hmm. and he didn't even really want to like take off like from where it was into like a new movie he kind of um just redid the first one yeah almost like like uh the first one is just a part of Evil Dead 2. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. So they kind of like, they kind of go back, they change some things in the backstory uh, at the beginning of Evil Dead 2. And then they just kind of leave you with where Bruce Campbell, the main character, yeah. is, Ash, um, <laughs> trying to face this like primordial god of darkness and <laughs> this like cabin, but like it keeps possessing different things. Right. And, and it, it's funny because it's a ridiculous movie. Like, and the gore is ridiculous. Yeah. So there's like a part, there's a part where Bruce Campbell is, um, he's fighting with like this deer on the wall. Like the, the evil spirit keeps possessing different things inside uh-huh. the house, and then he he like opens something, and this just tidal wave of blood just <laughs> she, <laughs> like sprays him in the face. Oh my god! It's just like an obnoxious amount of blood. <laughs> that's awesome uh, it is the reason why i love that series so much is first of all you kind of have to have a stomach for it because it's kind of uh it's kind of gory on the next level but it's meant to be at a ridiculous level for that whole slapstick um nature right of it. but yeah i think evil dead um is definitely one of those cases where the second just had a much bigger budget yeah and, and the director was good the same director same okay main character yeah
0: i w- that was actually another question i, I meant to ask because i didn't know off the top of my head if um if sam raimi came back for um the the sequel yeah um, yeah and then
1: army of darkness i would i would add um army of darkness was probably my favorite of yeah. that whole the whole series um because then you have Bruce Campbell going back in time, and now all of a sudden he's in like medieval England, mm, yeah. fighting like an army of this evil thing.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. And and in this in the same uh, since we're you know talking about Evil Dead, uh, we can talk about the the, the remake uh, or reboot that came out. Um, yeah, I mean it was I guess it's uh, what five or six years now. I think it was 2012 that mm. it came out. Yeah, but I I actually that was the first. Evil Dead movie that I saw. I didn't see any of the originals first, so Mm -hmm. it was kind of like a Mad Max scenario for me, where uh, that was the very first one that I saw, and I loved it. Like, I I thought it was fantastic.
1: Yeah, they kept the extreme um, nature of Evil Dead, Mm -hmm. like, in the gore, but they kind of took out the slapstick and made it a little more of a like a contemporary horror movie. Right. Which with that subject, it did turn out really, yeah. really good because of that. Because yeah. it's like, it is, it's is supposed to be like, it's the Necronomicon, you know, it's like some like unearthly evil yeah. force that's, you know, attacking. So that's hey, always good for, Hey pretty there, scary. pretty boy,
0: come over here and let me suck your cock. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that
0: fucking line. Like it gets me every time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I, I think uh, I think that pretty much does it for uh, for all, all our movies. Sorry, I couldn't find a, a good segue from getting to that until uh, from so that our, our to science
1: fiction, fantasy, or not fantasy, yeah, horror. Oh, a lot of these had yeah. horror in it. Yeah,
0: um, but yeah, we'll, um, we'll 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 cut it right here, and we will see you next time for part two of uh, the sequel was better. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>